Welcome to the Happiness Uncovered podcast with your host, as well as current life coach and motivational speaker, Alexis Escobar. Every single Monday and Thursday, it is with my greatest intentions that I share small ways to create big changes. So if you've been in search of a straightforward way towards a more fulfilling life, then this podcast is your first stop. Now that you've made your way here, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share it with someone who's on the same journey. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Let's get started. Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Happiness Uncovered podcast. Feels weird saying Thursday because usually I'm here on Wednesdays, but welcome to Thriving Thursdays. As I talked about on Monday, I will have a guest star. And today I have Isaac Torres from Iron Family Fitness. What's up? What's up? So, as I talked about on Monday, I was going to have all my guest stars make sure that they listen to my Monday episode, Get Right Mondays, and then they were going to do the challenge. And as you recall, my challenge was changing one thing up in your routine to make everything easier on yourself and do things that are better for yourself. So, Isaac, what was your Get Right Monday challenge? My Get Right Monday challenge was to wake up early at 7 a.m. every day this week. And how did that work for you? Was it hard? Was it easy? It was very hard. I have a habit of waking up around 10 or 11 to go to work, and um, waking up around 6 or 7 was definitely hard, just personally for me. However, um, I didn't... I wasn't successful all the days to this point however um the days that i that i I did wake up i felt amazing okay so given that the podcast was only three days ago i don't expect all of our small changes to kick in right away but two out of the three four days isn't anything to be ashamed about definitely you know a work in progress so as i talked about mine was um trying to meditate and waking up a little bit earlier I struggle with the same thing, waking up early, but I did decide to make it also a habit to not eat out, um, started reading a little bit more. So there's other improvements that I've been working on, so I'm not going to beat myself up if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. every day, but it is a work in progress. So um, I also helped, you know, keep them accountable and ask from the get-go on Monday what the challenge was going to be. You guys obviously didn't know because as far as you were concerned, he's just my guest star, but I knew what his challenge was. I knew what he was doing. So it's kind of nice to hear that he did do, you know, two out of the four days. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, self-sabotage exactly. And I think that waking up late is a form of self-sabotage because clearly waking up early and getting things done is, you know, a form of self-care because you make it a priority to wake up early and do the things that you need to do. So when you're waking up late, like I said, it's kind of self-sabotage. Why do you think you have such a bad habit of waking up late? Um... It stems just from going to bed late, not uh, just staying up late, going to bed late, and uh, not really focusing on the day ahead of me, just kind of like focusing on what I'm doing at that point. And that kind of keeps me up a long time, whether it's out with friends or in the gym too late or just not like not not having as much self-care as I should have. Okay, so I guess... That's not even like that bad of an excuse. So you're saying you're in the gym too late, right? So if you guys follow me on Instagram at the higher purpose coach, I'm always or not always, but for a majority, I am in the gym. I'm at the Iron Family Fitness Gym, which is ran by Isaac, his sister, 
and his brother-in-law. Do you want to talk a little bit about the gym, how it started, why you do it? Um, well, on Instagram, you can follow us. It's iron. It's at iron underscore family fitness. Um, we started this gym. Initially, it was just for my oldest sister and my brother-in-law. My oldest sister is a stay-at-home mom with her kids. And um, it's very hard to to cram in that time to hit the gym and get, get, you, get your money in, get your lifts in, do what you got to do in the gym to stay healthy, stay active. And when they moved, they decided to be able to build a gym in their garage. And it all started with my oldest sister. And through that came the passion of my brother-in-law, who's always wanted a home gym. And I kind of, I was influenced a lot by them. And I'm an athlete myself, a boxer, former basketball player, football player. But that kind of just made it, made me more motivated and gave me less of a reason and less excuses to get after it on a day-to-day basis. And we started with not much. My sister hustled for all of those, all of the equipment that we have, the heavy bags, the ellipticals, everything that we have. My sister went out and got it. And, um, and we kind of just like moved further with it, kind of progressed slowly and slowly. And it's funny, we, me and my brother-in-law were just talking that this kind of just happened out of nowhere. None of this was planned, and this uh, non-planning, this non-planning of what we have turned into something great, and uh, it's very, it's a very impactful, empowering because we're able to impact people inside the gym and within, outside the gym, and that's our main focus to add value that people could take outside the gym into the regular life, into the real world as well. Okay, so I've um, talked about previously, you know, if this is like your first time tuning in, well. For most of you who do know, I um, spent about about a year trying to lose almost 30 pounds. And it wasn't so much about the weight, but it was more so getting that confidence back, getting my mind right, making sure that, you know, I was in a healthier place because I was eating like shit all the time. My sleeping habits just weren't up to par. Like, I just wasn't treating my body the way it should have. And me and Isaac have been already been, you know, friends for about a couple years now. So when the gym came up, it was almost at the same time I had started my fitness journey. I was working out by myself at the gym, but wasn't just really getting the results that I wanted. And so Isaac was like, oh, my sister, you know, just opened up this little gym in a garage. Come check it out. You know, there was just some medicine balls, some weights. We used like a rope and some 10 pound vests. And so that was a big part of my fitness journey which is why he's obviously on the show because I think it's super empowering and I've talked about how it's one thing to be physically physically strong but being physically strong gives you that you know that stronger mentality as well right do you think that kind of goes into play I think they both work hand in hand like being being physically fit is not everything to be in the gym and to put the hours into the gym is a lot of mental work as well uh, going through those weights, pushing the heavy weights, pushing your pushing past your limits and pushing past your barriers is a mental game. I'd like to say a lot more than sometimes physical physical game because your mind plays tricks on you more than your body will ever play tricks on you. So it's kind of just having a strong mindset of telling yourself each and every day that you got it, that you can do it, and uh, just striving for your personal best. And even if you don't necessarily find yourself relating to being in the gym all the time, there's definitely a bunch of different ways to get your mind right. Um, I definitely see your courage, your confidence, you know, your wisdom. Um, I think that all kind of is like an internal muscle, as you'd like to call it. Like those deserve to be worked out just as much as your real muscles, right? Like 
So you can do it by reading, you can do it by meditating, you can do it by attending workshops. There's all different types of way. Don't think that like the only way to gain confidence is to be like super ripped or anything. Realistically, I think as long as you are healthy and you treat your body the way it should, you shouldn't have any issues. So if you do find yourself, you know, having too many health problems or maybe just not feeling that confidence, maybe, you know, find something that works for you. My biggest thing is movement. Like I said, I don't have to be in the gym lifting 300 pounds, but if I want to go dance around in my room, that makes me feel good. If I want to go walk around the park, I could do that too. It's about getting out there and making sure that you're moving your body the way it needs to be moved. No, I totally resonate with that. And I agree with that because to be, to gain a a physical physique, it's, it takes work. However, it's not impossible and it's not the hardest thing in the world, but in, in our gym, in our Iron Family Fitness Gym, we our value and what we stand for is to, we get we could help people gain that physical physique that they want and that they strive for. But how long is, how long is that going to last? Is this going to be a lifelong thing? Or is this going to be, let me gain this physical physique and then eat like shit for the next six months and have to do it all over again, restart this whole process? Um, I think with what you just said goes hand in hand because we're not just striving for a physical physique or how you look or how ripped you are or how skinny you are how big your butt is we're going for longevity wise you're lifelong we're, we want you to stay healthy stay active and movement and those those three four things will help you live a long healthy and prosperous life yeah definitely and i um so like i had said i said i was like you know doing my own workout thing before obviously um iron family fitness was even a thing and I remember going to the gym and not either not knowing what I was doing or kind of feeling like insecure that I wasn't doing the right things or to be honest, not even the drive. The drive wasn't fully there. Like I knew I needed to make a change, but to go into the gym and have to do the workouts by myself, have to do everything kind of like alone. There was days I'd walk in, walk on the treadmill and walk out because I was like, okay, I'm over it. Like I'm just going to go home. <laughs> like there was an in and out nearby. I'll just drive through the in and out. <laughs> but um, the cool thing about obviously Iron Family Fitness is you walk in and it's like, it's like home. Like there's like a different type of energy. You walk in and everybody's definitely empowering each other. Everyone is there to work on being the best version of themselves. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want to be the best version of yourself. You follow me in any form. It's because I want you to be the best version of yourself and you clearly have stuck around for that. And so, yeah, definitely being fit goes hand in hand with that. Um, I wanted to also talk about right time. Like a lot of people think that they have to wait for the right time to do things, whether it's like, you know, pursuing their career, they're waiting till the right time, waiting to get into the gym till it's the right time, starting a podcast, waiting till it's the right time. What do you think about waiting for the right time? There's no right time. There's catastrophes going around our lives. There's shit that goes up and down in our lives. So essentially, there's no right or wrong time. You just got to get after it and start. Because if you start now, that's one step further than you were prior. And if you take two more steps, it's like a baby learning how to walk. They they start walking, they fall, and they stay, They don't give up. You just keep going and going. There's never a right time. There's never a wrong time. Just start to get after it and get going. It's funny that you say that. Kids are actually my biggest inspiration in, like, being the best because I don't know if you realize, but, like, kids love themselves. Like, you cannot tell a kid shit. Like, that's why I had kids on my podcast. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to tell a kid they can't do something, they're going to tell you, like, you're ugly or something. Like, exactly. I totally respect kids and, like, how, like, sky's the limit. And, like, I think we forget that as adults. But I think sometimes it's important to, like, really reach within and, like, just find that inner child who, like, never forgot what it was like to dream or, like, you know what I mean? That That inner child that doesn't fear anything and I think that's so important and that's what stops a lot of people is you know the fear of 
failure. But yeah, the biggest thing is like, there is no right time for anything. Like, I think you just need to kind of dive head first and just hope it works out. And if it doesn't, then you just keep trying until it does. Exactly. And I mean, there's no right time. There was no right time for you to start this podcast. There was no right time for us to start this gym. There was no right time for anything. However, we started it, we did it. And look where we're at now. Just progressing day by day, taking one step forward. And that's life. Definitely. I think it's so important. I think a lot of people, you know, we talk about this all the time, um, instant gratification. You know, a lot of people think because the results didn't come in right away that it's just not meant to work out for them. But when you just, I think you take, I think you should take like the delayed gratification as a a chance to learn and to be more knowledgeable in what you're doing. To me, the delayed gratification is the best type of gratification because... For it to be delayed, there's something bigger and better. There's greater things out there that's that's waiting for you. That's waiting for you to grow, for your growth, for you to be ready to uh, to absorb all of the gratification and absorb all of the byproducts that come with you, your personal growth and your health growth. So instant gratification is only something that's instant. It's like... It's like going out and eating or getting drunk for the night. You're taking your, you're numbing yourself of whatever problems you have. However, when you wake up sober, when you wake up fine, you all of those problems don't disappear. So I, I, I'm a firm believer that instant gratification, that instant gratification is not the is not the way. Delayed gratification is is gonna allow you to grow better, grow more, and be allow you to be just be more successful and happier in life. I think along with like what you said about delayed gratification, is there something bigger and better waiting for you? I think. Also, take like don't wait for like obviously the best thing to come, but I definitely think that you should just take every single opportunity along the way, not knowing if it's going to work out or not. And then one day you're kind of going to look around and be like, okay, this is, you know, this is like it. I don't think you should be happy, be happy under certain circumstances, but I definitely think like one day you'll kind of be like, okay, I took a chance here that didn't work. I took a chance here that didn't work. I took a chance here it somewhat worked. And then, like I said, then one day it just kind of hits and you're like, oh shit, this is more so the opportunity that I was waiting for. And I think that's the most important thing about delayed gratification. No, and that's so friggin' true because when, when, you, when you take a chance and it doesn't work out the way you want, you, you're, you either learn from it or you, or you pity yourself and you act like a little B word and you just, you just quit. We can, we can cuss on the podcast. You act like a little bitch and then you just quit. I, I really do think that through each... I, I really do think that... Failure is not a thing. You learn. So if, if things don't work out, it's not that you failed. You're just, you just learned something new. You learn a different perspective on how to approach a different situation. So the more you fail or the more you learn, the more growth you have, the more knowledge you have. And ultimately, the more, the more value that you can add to other people be through your experiences that you've already experienced. It's funny. So... Um... Like I'm gonna, I always reference just old podcasts, but I've talked about how I've worked in the restaurant industry for the last five years, maybe since I was 16 years old. Um, I decided to quit my job, just quit my job. I didn't really have a backup plan. Obviously, I got another job. Don't worry, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not jobless. Um, but in my interview, she asked me. She was like, "Can you describe how you take failure?" And I was like, "Oh, I love this question because, like, I don't know. I was kind of waiting to answer it, but I just told her I was like, realistically, it's just." When I see failure, I don't see it as a chance to give up, but I see it as a chance to take it for improvement. And if I'm constantly, she said, how do you take the word no? And I said, if I hear the word no a bunch of times, then clearly it's something that I'm doing wrong on my part. I think a part of like the process is hearing no, you know, 
a couple times before you hear that one yes but along the way if you hear too many no's then clearly you just need to up your game and change something up so that kind of put things into perspective and I'm kind of glad you brought it up because then that just reminded me and it's funny because like I said me and Isaac we've been you know friends for a couple of years and obviously we've like been there for each other's like mistakes and like we've seen each other you know and our mess ups but like the one thing we always say is no better do better like that's just kind of a slogan it's like it's kind of like you know stop crying about it and you know you'll figure it out but now that you know better you're gonna do better so that's like been i think for the last couple months it's been like it's been a huge motto <laughs> it's been like she, life slogan yeah, alexis brought it up to me and she said that and that really stuck with me not uh, throughout 29 throughout finishing 2019 but going into 2020 i resonated a lot with her um, get right monday podcast where things didn't go the best starting um the starting the new 2020 year and i resonate a lot with it because my 2020 year did not start the best either however you may I'm, i fucked up made some mistakes but no better do better and it's not it's not even pitying yourself pity yourself for a certain amount of time and then get over it and get back on the high horse and let's get back to work and um that's that's a big model that I'm going to take into 2020, and that's a big model that I tell clients, friends, and everybody. Just know better, do better. Yeah, I think it's... Because it's so simple. It's so simple. You don't have to elaborate it, and it's kind of just like, well, shit. Like, I can't keep talking about the same problem over and over again now that I know better. I'm just going to do better. And now, how I see it is, you know, now you can start making choices from the person that you want to be as opposed to stuck in your current situation. And I talked about that on Monday. You know, I talked about making sure that... You can't let the dates necessarily define, you know, give you too much power or take away your power from what you want to be. And all you can do is just start making decisions and taking action from a better place. Exactly. By taking actions from a better place, you're overall just bettering yourself because like we stated earlier, if if you just keep complaining about the same mistakes over and over again and not changing, you're not, you know better and you're not doing better, you're kind of going insane because the definition of insanity is knowing better and not changing and not not doing anything to help your situation at all yeah you're just kind of kicking yourself in the ass at that point and like the biggest thing about this podcast and being a life coach is essentially helping people step into who they want to be and eventually they kind of forget who they were not forget but you know what i mean like they just change those habits day by day and eventually they're that person that they always dreamed of being and it was kind of almost effortless like they enjoyed the journey. They enjoyed the process. They understood what they did wrong. They know what they did right. And all they did was just constantly work on themselves. And I think as long as you can appreciate all of that, like you will become the best version of yourself. And like I said, it's a lot of effort, but it's almost effortless at the same time. That's crazy that you say that because I know we talked about this earlier this week. And I talked to, I was talking with my mom about this, like how to get to where you want to be, to become that epitome of success or however you define success, you don't, that shit just doesn't happen overnight. It's like you said, our daily activities, our daily habits that we do. And by the time we reach that pinnacle of our definition of success or where we strive to be, it's effortless. It's effortless, as you said, because these are already habits that we've already inherited that we do on a day-to-day basis. And it's become like second nature to us. It's like going to the restroom and go wiping our butt like it's second nature like these things that we do on a day-to-day basis have an impact on our lives two three four five years from now let alone a couple months from now so that's 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 awesome that you just said that you mentioned that and you pointed that out and i think that's so scary to some people because i was reading this book and it just said that 
everybody's so capable of you know their own definition of success but what happens is a lot of people get stuck in their comfort zone and then a lot of people think that if they were to know better do better comes with a lot of responsibility comes with a lot of change comes with a lot of unfamiliarity unfamiliarity (laughs) yes that's very true because tying it back to the fitness world or just in i guess in life in general change in due time, change is required, but not not all change is bad. Change is essentially a positive, is positive if you allow it to be positive. I think I think even like the shittiest change, you know what I mean? Like at the time, you're kind of like, damn, this really sucks and not what I expected or like kind of just like an unexpected term. But then that goes back to really enjoying the journey, enjoying the process and understanding that altogether, like at the end of the day, it's a learning lesson heck yeah because i mean you got to understand the process is not going to be fine and dandy it's not a walk across like a, a rose of gardens it's as fun I, as you allow it to be exactly and and people pe- people people are afraid of change because it, obviously it's scary it's something new it's something that you're not comfortable with or that you're not sure what's the outcome is going to be but it's people are afraid of it because it involves sacrifice in my perspective i don't believe i I hate to call it a sacrifice because it's the opportunity to get something to do something better and to better yourself and better your future and by bettering yourself you're you offer more to other people and i think that's like the biggest thing that one can actually do like you've influenced me to work way more on myself and self-care that i've allowed myself to give more to other people like quote that you told me that i've read in a book as well that you you can only give what you can only give others what you give to yourself and that stuck with me heavy because you if you if you notice the ne- the most negative people that you're around give off negative vibes negative energy and those are the people you kind of sh- don't like to be around and if you do like to be around them i don't know what to tell you <laughs> I totally love what you just said, but I'm going to like backtrack just like a tiny bit. You said um, change requires sacrifice. And then you said that you don't like calling it sacrifice. And I think I've talked about that. And if I haven't, um, I've learned about it. And a lot of people think that with change, it's a either or situation. So it's um, I can do this or I can have this. And that's kind of where that sacrifice comes into play. But the reality is, is I think with change, you have to see it as a I can have both and more. You don't have to see it as like you're completely berating yourself of your old lifestyle. It's like, no, I can eat McDonald's once a week and I can work out instead of I have to completely give up all fast food and I have to completely kick my ass in the gym and overwork myself. Like, that's just a good example. It's like I have to go to school full time and I can't have a social life. Those are the sacrifices that people think they have to make. But like I said, it's a. when you, you know, when you really care about anything, you will make room for the both and more. And that's when you allow yourself to start receiving and start allowing yourself to be something so much greater than you really are or something that you're used to. You have to get comfortable with, you know, you have to get comfortable. Yeah, you have to get comfortable with like your version of success. I was listening to this other podcast, um, The Badass Manifestor, and she said that you make more room for success when you know that it's there right very true very true because i've i feel like personally through the through my gym through this personal growth and self-care that i've been uh, embarking on more and more i've opened up more doors maybe not physically but 
more opportunities that I'm optimistic about where if I see an opportunity, I pounce on it. Like tying back to whether if it works out or not, it's personal growth. And it allows me to personally be more deserving and to know that I deserve the best of the best. You become more deserving in in your life, in your health, in every aspect of life. And that ultimately changes you. Yeah, I think it's nice to kind of re- rewrite the narrative, you know, that you grew up with, because obviously we're not we're not meant to live the life that we grew up in. Like a lot of people can either make that like, you know, their circumstances and they want to victimize themselves or some people are like, I went through that and I learned from it. I'm an adult now. I make my own decisions. I write my own story from here on out. And that's where I allow success to come to me. I allow opportunities. I allow good relationships i allow a good health into my life that's where you start and it's almost scary because i can say i've experienced it there's certain things that i grew up with that as an adult i experienced differently and i had to accept that it was okay for me to have certain good things and i had to accept that it was okay for me to love who i was and to treat myself the best way i was and it not be selfish i agree with you tremendously i personally haven't had much much issues with that but i've seen that with my two older sisters where as a as a child, it wasn't always fine and dandy. However, as they grew up and grew, and grew older, they realized that some things just weren't okay. And to rewrite their own narrative has changed their life tremendously and allowed them to be more happier than they could have ever imagined. Whether if it was the life that that they entailed, or if it's something totally extravagant and totally out of nowhere. Because I've seen it, I've seen it firsthand, and it's amazing to see how one can rewrite their own narrative and and change their happiness because at the end of the day we are all in control of our own emotions and we are in control of our happiness and what we allow to impact us and what we allow to kind of demoralize us and make us feel horrible yeah i think it's funny because like a couple years ago like or just like growing up i was just always that friend that gave really really good advice like you know not to toot my own horn but like I was that go-to open arms like you needed something I knew kind of how to make you feel better and so I just kind of took that as like that's just one of my better qualities and then you know come like a year ago I'm like I could become a motivational speaker like I could really take something and make it so much bigger than just keeping this you know between me and my one friend of good advice I could share this advice with multiple people who maybe don't have access to good advice that was all I cared about was making sure that someone out there was able to hear something refreshing and something that kind of made them feel better about the current situation that they were in. Because like you said, we are all deserving of better and there's some things that can be so demoralizing. And I think it's important that we grasp the power to rewrite who we are and the things that we experience. And by doing so, I believe like experiences have the, have a huge factor in that. We, You personally, me personally, we, everybody has their own experiences that have allowed them to see the world in a different perspective however it's the way you kind of view them to allow yourself to be a be a light to be a positive light in someone's dark tunnel to like the way i like to say it is we are blessed to be a blessing and by 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 what i mean by that is if you got a light go show it shine it don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise because you are blessed to be a blessing you were put on this earth for a reason and I think everybody has that sole purpose. And sometimes it's either behind the curtains, on the stage, you know what I mean? In the audience, like everybody has a different role that they play. But at the end of the day, like you have some type of mission and it takes a lot of work. Like you don't just like turn five years old and know that you want to be a doctor, know that you want to be a motivational speaker, know that you want to train people to be healthy. Like it's kind of like builds you up to a certain moment where you're kind of like 
I'm sick of being average. What can I, how can I allow like life to be more fulfilling and actually serve like whatever I'm here for? Yeah, serve your greater purpose. That's funny. When I was like five years old, going through all high school, okay, Isaac's aside college. From this. <laughs> aside from the example that you, not everyone knows what they want to do at five years old. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> well, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, and I thought I wanted to be a doctor my whole life until I t- until I tasted life a little bit more, until I tasted certain things, and um, I realized. I don't want to do nothing that has to do with being a doctor. And I kind of found my niche of what I'm passionate about and what to, what to, like what my definition of happiness and success is and how you can manifest that into what you're doing. Because you could always make money doing whatever the heck you want. You just got to figure out a way to do it. Because if you're passionate about it, if you're loving it, and if you're happy about what you're doing and you're happy about who you are, Keep doing what you're doing because money and everything else is just a byproduct of your work ethic, who you are as a person, and how you kind of control situations and how you react to situations. Yeah, definitely. And like, if you follow me on Instagram, I just posted that success is the freedom to put um, joy and passion first, to be able to do those things that you love doing and not worry if, you know, like your car is going to get paid on time or if the lights are going to stay on. You know what I mean? Like certain things like that is wondering if you can like afford that little vacation. I think that's like success to me, knowing that you are doing what you love and living not too comfortably, but comfortable enough to experience all the beauty that life has to offer. And going back to, you know, having Isaac on the podcast is because I think a big, a big part of our friendship is we both, are always working on bettering ourselves and we're always super grateful of the process. I can't tell you how many times we've said thank you for like the little things because we know like how much it's going to add up to the big things. You know what I mean? It's as simple as thank you for being there today. Thank you for coming into them to the gym. Thanks for coming on my podcast today and supporting this. You know what I mean? I think it's so important to constantly be grateful for the things around you because then you will always, always enjoy what life has to offer. And I think being grateful is um, is definitely something that everybody should be have should have inside of them because I I'm a firm believer that gratification takes cares takes care of everything else at the end of the day. You be a nice person, people are going to be a nice person back. Whether you you encounter the dickish people, you know what I mean. Like gratification at the end of the day will take care of itself. Just keep staying humble and be who you are. You don't need to switch up for nobody. And like I said, when you finally decide to live life unapologetically, life becomes so much easier because everything you do is for you. It's not for anybody else. It's not for external validation. It's not to feel to let anybody like allow you to build up or break down your self-esteem. It all comes down to you do it because it makes you happy. That's that's literally all it comes down to. And so I really do appreciate you guys tuning into this episode. I can't wait to do more Thriving Thursdays. Uh, next week, I have Josh and Luke from Josh and Luke Talking. So that'll be fun. Those guys are amazing, super insightful, and have a completely different perspective than I do, but in the most like interesting way possible. And until Get Right Monday, you guys, keep uncovering your happiness. Bye.